At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, defining decision. Kansas moves to overwhelmingly uphold abortion rights. The first vote since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. So grateful and just overjoyed that we did what Kansas needed us to do. What that decision could mean for the midterm elections. We're live with a full recap. Then the heat is back on. New advisory stretching from Texas to Maine. Some records expected to shatter amid fears of new storms on the horizon. Al's live with your full forecast. Plus, button up your budget. With inflation reaching 40-year highs, we're looking at ways to save on everyday purchases. From back-to-school supplies to deals on meals, the tips and tricks you need to know now. And kicking and dreaming, we will introduce you to the soccer sisters taking the sport by storm. The teenagers making history with a major sponsorship deal. It wouldn't be possible without the people before us, because maybe 30 years ago, this would definitely not be happening for women, especially. A look at their big plans for the future <laughs> on and off the field. Today, Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. On a mother-daughter trip. From Humble, Texas. Brought Courtney to today for her 18th birthday. From Wayne, Nebraska. Our, Our first trip to New York from St. Louis. What's up, Troy, Michigan? From Kansas City. Been watching today since 1952. Shout out to my mom watching in Memphis, Tennessee. Hey, Granny. From Middleburg, Florida. And that's turning 60. From Lake Forest, Illinois. It's our first time on TV. Oh, so I think, fun. I think they might be on one more time when we go outside. <laughs> it's good to see everybody. Happy Wednesday, you guys. We're happy you're starting your day with us. Savannah took the day off. We've got Jacob Sobroff, who we love joining the table. Thank good you. to see you, Jacob. Good to see you guys, too. Happy hump day, folks. By the way, guys, tomorrow... Tomorrow is a day that's circled on the calendars of football fans. The NFL preseason kicking off right here on NBC with the annual Hall of Fame game. We are going to be there live in Canton tomorrow, of course, home of the NFL Hall of Fame. Stephanie Goss is going to share her conversation with the Raiders' new head coach, Josh McDaniels, who also, by the way, happens to be a native of Canton, Ohio as well. Huh. Stephanie Goss, never happier than when she's no. covering, covering football. Uh, All right, let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock, guys. Voters in Kansas have decided by a significant margin to uphold abortion rights in their largely conservative state. Meantime, Tuesday primaries in other states tested former President Donald Trump's influence at the ballot box. NBC's senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson joins us with the very latest. Hey, Hallie, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning to you. And listen, you got to call it what it is, right? A kind of political earthquake in conservative Kansas this morning. This decisive win for abortion rights supporters, with Kansas voters choosing to protect abortion access there by rejecting an amendment that would have removed those protections from the state constitution. Turnout, 
This was a big deal. Nearly double the number of people voted on Tuesday than in the 2018 primaries. That's what propelled this to a win. It's the first time abortion's been on the ballot since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, suggesting the court's decision is really galvanizing abortion rights supporters for now. Then in Arizona, you had a test of former President Trump's grip on the GOP, and several candidates who back his election fraud lies are doing well, including Senate candidate Blake Masters, projected to win, and Carrie Lake, running for governor, pulling ahead of her opponent. Then you have Missouri, where Mr. Trump endorsed Eric, no last name, with two Eric's running. And it is state attorney Eric Schmidt defeating controversial former governor Eric Greitens. Hoda. All right, Hallie Jackson for us here in Washington. Hallie, thank you. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi departed Taiwan this morning after a one-day visit that stoked the already tense relations between the United States and China. Pelosi was the highest-ranking American official to travel to Taiwan in 25 years. China claims the democratic island nation as its own and was furious over the speaker's trip. China responded with diplomatic threats and increased military drills in the region. After the meeting with Taiwan's president, Ms. Pelosi, a longtime China critic, said her visit was meant as a show of solidarity with Taiwan. Breaking overnight on Capitol Hill, a bill that would expand health benefits to military veterans exposed to toxic chemicals is now heading to the president's desk after winning approval in the Senate. It comes after a years-long push, a setback in recent days as well, that led to a wave of demonstrations. NBC's Ali Vitali has the details. Hey, Ali. Hey, Jacob, the Senate passing the so-called PACT Act 86 to 11 last night, an overwhelmingly bipartisan vote. It's a moment veterans and activists told me was a long time coming. An emotional celebration overnight after a hard-fought battle on Capitol Hill. There's a lot of veterans who couldn't come because they're not with us anymore. Veterans and advocates, including John Stewart, gathered with lawmakers to toast the passage of the PACT Act. The motion is agreed to. <laughs> Providing expanded health care access to veterans sick and dying from exposure to toxic burn pits. I just got off the phone with the President of the United States, and he said, thank you. Biden calling it an important action to meet this sacred obligation of military service, with the bill now headed for his desk. I'm not sure I've ever seen a situation where people who have already given so much had to fight so hard to get so little. It's a fight they'd been waging for years, one they thought they'd won last week, only to see 25 Republican senators who voted for the bill before reverse their position, spurring vets to protest, camped out in the shadow of the Capitol, some even sleeping on the steps. I will not leave till this bill passes. Hours before the deal was announced, Stewart blasting lawmakers for keeping vets waiting. I think this is cruel and unusual punishment that's going on. And, and they've, they've got to end this. As the Senate voted, the group looked on from over the chamber. Taking in their victory. We opened up a lot of eyes. We got an entire country behind us. And Jacob, this bill just one of the top priorities for Senate Democrats who have a long legislative to-do list that they're racing to finish before August recess, which is supposed to start next week. Jacob? Ali Vitale in Washington, thank you. The NFL has punished the Miami Dolphins for tampering with quarterback Tom Brady and former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton. 
The Dolphins were stripped of their first-round draft pick next year. Owner Stephen Ross was fined $1.5 million. He was also suspended until October for the tampering. The league says the Dolphins violated policy by contacting Brady about coming to work for them while he was still with New England and then with Tampa Bay. Miami also contacted Coach Payton's agent before Sean Payton had announced his retirement. Just ahead, uh, have you noticed Brad Pitt's outfits on the red carpet recently? Well, he was just asked about them, and his answer was was quite refreshing from a superstar. We're going to get to that in just a few minutes. All right, but first, Steph Rule is here with tips to help stretch your family's budget. Hey, Steph. Hey there. This year, we're going to buy our school supplies in bulk. Your kid might not need 20 spiral notebooks, but if you pool together some families in the neighborhood, you can divide, conquer, and save on back to school. Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savour the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savour the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back 814 now with today's money and with inflation remaining at a 40 year high, a lot of Americans are continuing to feel the impact, especially on those everyday purchases. And now a lot of families are facing another challenge, getting ready to go back to school. So the question is, is how do you save on the things your family needs? The hardest working person at all of NBC News is here, Stephanie Rule. <laughs> Am I right? She is. No, no question. No question. Stephanie, welcome. We're happy Thank that you're here. Glad to you were here. up late, slept on your couch and came in. Um, <laughs> So food, food is like numero uno. What's a good way to save there? Listen, food costs so much. There's no way There's yeah. no way around it. So this is the time to think about extreme couponing. Stack up okay. the rewards. I'm talking cash back apps, credit card points, loyalty programs. Start with your credit cards. Okay. All sorts of credit cards offer rewards, cash back points yeah. at grocery stores. But don't just use any credit card in your wallet. Read the fine print. Make sure you're using the credit card that maximizes Talk it. about the loyalty programs, the coupons. A hundred 
100 percent why aren't yeah. you using them yeah. lots of people don't get the newspaper at home anymore so yeah. when you walk in that grocery store get the circular oh just see grab what, that yeah see what's on sale and if you're in their oops loyalty Careful. program um <laughs> you're going to find another way to save and never forget those cashback apps uh, Rakuten, Ibotta, sign up form, maximize what you get back. Okay, goodbye. Craig needs you. Here we go. So, by the way, I'm going to try impressive. not to fall. That was yeah. impressive. It's yeah. like the gong show. You're, that wasn't a good hit. You struggled, but you didn't out. fall. Yes. So let's talk about personal home care items because these are things that you really can't avoid buying. You know, it's funny. It's like when I buy detergent for the last 35 years, yeah. I will every time I'm like, man, it's so expensive, but you have to keep purchasing it. Think about where you're buying it. Okay. You don't just have to buy these things at the grocery store. So a lot of times credit cards and their cash back offers mm -hmm. will be tied to specific retailers. For example, Home Depot and Lowe's. You can buy all sorts of cleaning mm -hmm. products. It's DIYing, is that, is that an option? Okay, that is definitely an option. Think about your grandmother. She did not have all sorts of products. Mm -hmm. White vinegar. She was using a giant <laughs> vat of white vinegar for pretty much anything in the house. True. I would say the same for me with coconut oil. The only thing is, do not go DIY with all cleaning products because you will end up with a giant disastrous chemistry experiment in your house. You mentioned buying in bulk earlier. When you buy in bulk, there are there some things that we need to watch out for? Check the expiration date, okay. right? It's not just about food you don't want to buy something yes paper towels toilet paper load them up but yeah. other products make sure you're buying something within the expiration date you don't want to have all these extra mm -hmm. tubes of who knows what you got to toss <laughs> all right mr sobroff is waiting hello steph hello <laughs> back to school essentials what do you ask when you get to the checkout counter you got to find out is there a rewards program can i sign up for your mailing list remember a mailing list is a lot different from signing up for a store credit card which is a big headache but you can even get a separate email account a separate google voice account so you can get all those promotions your inbox won't be filling up but it's where you're going to find the coupon buying in bulk here a lot of pencils at one time okay this is so important people never think about back to school buy in bulk why not do it you might not need 20 notebooks 100 pencils right. but your neighborhood does uh, some states have tax-free holidays. What is, what is a tax-free holiday exactly? How does that help? Okay, check your state. Some states, especially at the end of August, offer a couple of days with no sales tax. So if you can get that, go for it. And clothes? What about clothes? That's also a big part of back-to-school shopping. Okay. Secondhand clothes are not just for hipsters like you anymore. <laughs> you all know we have little kids at home and they grow like weeds. My son's khakis in September are going to be clam diggers by December. Mm -hmm. Pull together your friends. Go on Facebook. Say, my back to school clothes, who can I offer them to six months from now and who can give me some? To I, me. Yeah, I, there you go. I do love the tip about supplies because yeah. everybody needs notebooks. It's not choosy. You, right. you, you, they're must haves. You also don't yeah. need, you know, the, for me, little house on the prayer. Uh, lunchbox. Yeah. You don't right. need the trapper You're, keeper with ET oh, on it remember. because it's going to be messed up in the yeah. bottom of a, a, of a backpack anyway. Yeah. Go generic. Best right. advice always. Steph Rule, thanks so much. <laughs> and for even more ways to save, be sure to check out today.com. Thank you, Steph. All right, Thank let's you. turn now to Mr. Roker. Check of the weather. Hey, Al. Buy in bulk and get a vacuum sealer and seal that thing up, write the date on it, put it in the freezer. That's, it. That's how I do it. Anyway, uh, if you look at for today, we are told you want to hang around the freezer because 200 million million of us are going to see temperatures above 90. We've got uh, above 100, 29 million people looking at those temperatures. And it is going to be hot and humid in a wide swath of the country. It's going to feel like 93 in Philly, 102 in Lexington, 102 in Chicago, 106 in Kansas City, Oklahoma City, I should say. Dallas is going to feel hot as well. And here in the Northeast, by tomorrow, temperatures are going to be flirting with 100 degrees with feels like temperatures well above that. And as far as tomorrow, the record potential, we are looking at potential records 
Lions for New Brunswick, Hartford, Westfield, Concord, Manchester, Boston as well, or within three degrees of a record across a wide swath. And in fact, we are looking for this summer heat to continue right on into late August because this heat dome is going to dominate. Jet streams up to the north, the one exception, the southwest. And the only reason for that is because they've been looking at cooler than average temperatures because of all the rain they've been getting. That's your latest weather. Best time of the what morning. What time is it? It's pop star time. Jacob. You guys ready? Here we yeah. go. Ladies and gentlemen, first up, Batgirl, Warner Brothers, is absolutely shocking comic book fans everywhere with a really rare Hollywood move. The studios decided to scrap the film's release entirely, even though the movie's already been shot. It's going to cost them 90 million bucks. It stars in the Heights actress Leslie Grace as Barbara Gordon. She's no longer expected to, to be in that role, nor land in theaters or on HBO Max. It comes from directing duo Adil El Arbi, Balal Falah, who have worked together on a few big budget projects, including Bad Boys for Life and the Miss Marvel series. And this one had a pretty big cast in the mix. Michael Keaton was in it, Brendan Fraser, J.K. Sip. They were all, they filmed their parts already. They were Crazy. set to appear. Wow. So we asked, and in a statement, Warner Brothers spokesperson revealed that the decision comes as part of the company's, quote, strategic shift with the DC Universe and HBO Max. That's a big uh, one. They that were is... afraid it was going to tank, and then they would have to carry those losses on their books, so they figure it's cheaper just to write it uh, off. Do you know maybe how? Maybe that's it. Think about all the yeah. bad movies that we've yeah. seen. <laughs> how bad does a movie show? have to be for the execs to well, say, movie, you know what, we're not putting that the out. The movie might not have been really bad. Uh -huh. It just might have been something that they didn't think was going to recoup their, 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 their profits. Their I would have seen it. I, would, I feel I, bad yeah. for it. I still would have. I still want to see it. No, I actually want to yeah. see it. I do want to see it. You know Come on, Warner Brothers. I don't feel bad for Brad Pitt. <laughs> Who does? is up next. No, the Hollywood A-lister is letting loose on the red carpet. During his current press tour for Bullet Train, he's been rocking some, I think it's fair to say, eye-catching outfits from a this one, the bright green suit, to a brown skirt ensemble. Right. Oh. He's been spotted in, uh, in quite a few standout looks, and this week he spoke to Variety at the L.A. premiere of the action flick, telling them about his recent wardrobe philosophy. He said... We're all going to die, so let's mess it up. Uh, or YOLO, as the kids say. Okay. Yeah, his uh, new movie, Bullet Train, okay. is out on Friday. I kind of like that. We're, We're all going to die, so I'm going to wear a skirt. I was going to say, it doesn't sound like he's expecting to make it to Friday. No, YOLO. YOLO. YOLO, yeah. YOLO Mr. Like Pitt. Uh, next up, Stranger Things hot off a record-breaking season finale. The writers are already starting production on season five. Uh, Yesterday, the Netflix team shared a photo of a nearly blank whiteboard with the caption, Day one. Whoa. So, what do the Duffer brothers have in store for the hit series fifth and final act? We are just going to have to wait and see. One thing, though, we are pretty sure of we'll be seeing more of everybody's favorite new nightmare, Vecna. And last night, the actor behind the show's creepiest voice stopped by The Tonight Show and treated the audience to a reading of famous quotes and lyrics <laughs> as his terrifying Stranger Things character. Check this out. I'm just a girl standing in front of a Asking him to love her. Uh, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was good. good. Uh, next up, Jason Momoa. So imagine this. You are on a long flight, excited to see the beverage cart. Who isn't? Come rolling down the aisle. And you look up, and Aquaman is handing you a drink. <laughs> yep, that's him right there, Jason Momoa, playing the role of flight attendant on a recent oh. Hawaiian Airlines flight. He was uh, handing out bottles from his Monolu Water Company, uh -huh. and obviously, they can't get enough of this viral video. It's already racked up 4 million-plus views, and, and check out what one person wrote. I'd push my service button every 10 minutes. <laughs> I bet. I would, too. It's a great way to advertise for your brand. I really. know, I know. Jeez. So, how about Leah Michelle? Leah Michelle 
is obviously the actress and singer. She's getting ready to take the stage as Fanny Bryce in Broadway's Funny Girl. That's coming up in September. And it's a role that she has been calling a dream come true and something Glee fans have waited nearly a decade to see. She's already getting into character. This week, she shared a quick sneak peek rehearsal uh, on her Insta stories. Hi. So far, so good. Uh, she got plenty of time to work on uh, the other two hours and 49 <laughs> minutes of the show. Uh, she takes the stage on September 6th. Uh -huh. And finally, yeah. Yeah. Footloose. Uh, what would, we've been talking a lot about 80s movies. What would this 80s classic be without this iconic scene? Remember this? Apparently, these kids almost didn't get to cut loose in that final number. According to Kevin Bacon, the original ending went from his character saying, let's dance, so crazy, to a slow motion version oh. of this scene. He told Entertainment Weekly that the studio realized they had to pick up the pace for the grand finale because the test audiences wanted to get up and dance, oh. and the rest, as they oh. say, wow. as history. And guys, we're gonna hear more from Kevin Bacon himself when he visits us right here in oh, Studio here. One. Tomorrow, yeah, awesome. yeah, oh, third half today. Oh, cool, awesome thank guys. You, That's you. your pop start, guys. Cool. You, you did Carson up. proud, thank just you. ahead. Uh, we're gonna help you beat a new blast of extreme heat that's headed our way with the best ways to stay hydrated, including what you can eat to make sure that you get enough water every day. There's a correlation between the two. But first, these messages. We are back, it is 8.30 on this Wednesday morning. This is our favorite time of the morning when we step outside and we join the smiling faces, the smiling beautiful faces at our corner of Rockefeller Plaza. Well, it is. We do have a bunch of folks from all over celebrating. Happy birthday, happy anniversary. We hope to see every one of you. We have a very fun, busy half hour ahead, starting with teen sisters who appear poised to be the Venus and Serena of soccer. Gotti Schwartz talked to them about the history they've already made. They've got lofty goals and inspiring things they want to do with that platform. That's such a great story. And then the remarkable story of a woman pursuing her lifelong dream of opening a restaurant right before the pandemic started. Vicki Wynn found out how she kept the lights on when times were tough and even found a way to give back to her community. Plus, we've got Dr. Natalie Azar here with us on the plaza to help us all stay hydrated in all this summer heat. And she, guess what? She says, well, you know, if you want to drink uh, eight glasses of water a day, you can, but she's got some great foods to help you, help you augment that as well. Cool. By the way, coming up on the third hour, Mr. Rooker, you're going to get another family-style adventure. This one's in Detroit. Where'd That's right. We're saying hot dog because I met the family behind a hot dog dynasty who's been serving them for generations. These are not your average hot dogs. These are Detroit style. They, they've got chili on them. They got yes. mustard. Oh. They are fantastic. Yes. They're called Coney dogs. They put me to work in the kitchen. Stick around if I could stand the heat. Can right. I tell you something? There's sure. a whole bunch of Detroit people who are screaming, that's us! That's we us. know those dogs. Yeah. There you By go. By the way, there's a group called Al's Gals as well. That's right. They've got all these oh, uh, fancy got the colored glasses, glasses on. on. Very oh, yeah. nice. I've got another crowd moment for you here. I'm looking for Nolan. Nolan, Nolan. There's Nolan. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you? I'm well. You're a student out here. I am. I go to Baylor University. What year are you? I'm a junior at Baylor, and I'm studying journalism. So you're studying journalism, and I hear that one of the reasons you're studying journalism is, is because of someone out here. Is that right? Yes, sir. I wrote into Hoda, and Hoda inspired me to become a journalist, and wow. that's why I'm pursuing my career. So. You wrote her 10 years ago, right? I did, and you were gracious enough to write back, and I was struck. Oh. I was like, oh, my goodness, Hoda wrote back. So oh. Oh. She always writes back. Oh. Yes, and I was so happy. I was like, Hoda, my favorite. <laughs> so. 
Okay, I think we need to pull up one extra chair at the table. All right. Dave, all right, just, right, just got you. We'll keep our eye on you, okay? Yeah. What a kid. Thank you. Go. Oh, sweet Jacob. Look sweet. at you inspiring sweet. people. Oh, thank you. Mr. Roker, how about a check of the weather? All right, let's show you what's going on. Basically, we, uh, my work kids, makes kids go away from doing meteorology, which is pretty nice. For Friday, we are looking ahead to the weekend. Showers and storms northeast down into the Gulf. Monsoonal moisture continues out west. Extreme heat, midsection of the country. Saturday, sto stormy and humid in the mid-Atlantic and northeast. We're looking at scattered storms in the southwest. Heat wave continues in the central part of the country. Then Sunday, Sunday, hot and humid in the east. The relentless heat continues in the plains. Monsoonal moisture continues in the southwest and west coast looking warm as well. And that's your latest weather. All right, Mr. Roka, thank you. Coming up, guys, we're introducing you to the sisters and rising soccer stars who just made history, and they're just in high school, and they told Argati Schwartz all about it, their conversation. But first, this is Today on NBC. And they, they made history recently because they became the first high school athletes to sign a name, image, and likeness deal with Nike. How cool is that? NBC's Gotti Schwartz is in their hometown of L.A. with the story. What's up, Gotti? Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, if you don't know their names now, you soon will. If tennis has Venus and Serena, soccer has Alyssa and Giselle Thompson. They are just teenagers right now, but they've already seen huge success on the international stage, and they are just getting started. Giselle Thompson sends it in for a goal. Giselle and Alyssa Thompson are truly on a roll. Alyssa Thompson finds the top corner. At just 16 and 17 years old, these sisters are dominating the soccer scene. The run by Giselle, the goal by Alyssa, things we've been saying all day. In fact, both have already made verbal commitments to play for Stanford. Both are fresh off championship titles with their respective Team USA youth squads. And on the day we met up with them in their hometown of Los Angeles, both were seeing their own faces in Sports Illustrated magazine for the very first time. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> That's so cool. To like being in Sports Illustrated in high school. It's crazy, honestly. Like, it's like surreal. Like, I would never think I would be like on Sports Illustrated. Well, it's funny, you guys think that those are for you, but they're actually for me and I need signatures on them, so. <laughs> but it's what these rising soccer stars have already signed that's making history. Earlier this summer, Alyssa and Giselle became the first high school athletes to ink a deal with Nike, allowing the company to use their name, image, and likeness in promos and ads. And in exchange, the Thompson sisters will be paid and reap the benefits of being sponsored by one of the biggest sports brands in the world. It wouldn't be possible without the people before us because maybe 30 years ago this would definitely not be happening for women especially so it's just insane to me how far we've come. There are people that say hey if you're having professional players in high school it ruins a sport. What do you guys say? I don't think it's don't think too it's early because for us at least it's not about the sponsorship or anything about that. I think it's about obviously Getting gear is nice, <laughs> but like having a platform for uh, um, young girls to look up to and like seeing girls like closer to their age. With so much success, it might be hard to believe that Alyssa and Giselle say soccer is just something they fell into. 
our parents like put us through like every sport, <laughs> like gymnastics, basketball. We exposed them to everything. That was something that was not necessarily you're gonna be a great basketball or a soccer. It was just like let's keep them busy. Okay, just go. Before right. too long, right. these pint-sized players would right go foot, on to right become foot. some of the best in the country. Their footwork, now poetry in motion, and my attempt at oh. blocking their shootout game was a flat-out fail. Girls are not playing fair. He's not good. <laughs> this is not the first time the Thompson sisters have gone up against the guys. Oh. They've actually played in Major League Soccer's Youth Boys League for years. What's it like playing with boys? It's definitely different than the girls' game. It's much faster paced, and they're also, like, very strong. They always yeah. saw it as competition. I don't think it was necessarily like a gender mm -hmm. thing particularly. I think it was just an innate competitive thing in them. Uh, don't they compete against you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. And anything that we do, we compete in. I'm a competitor, <laughs> I've raised competitors. And when, when we go out to the park or whatever that may be, we would race. Do you still beat them? So, you know, I, let's, let's, let's put things in perspective. I could probably beat them in a 20 yard dash. <laughs> Did you say you could beat us in a race? Okay, let's go. All right, Mario, this is for all dads everywhere. Go! Photo <laughs> oh, finish! What is clear? That's me. Oh, wait, wait. That's me. This is a family bonded by competition. <laughs> so, guys, the winner of that one is still up for debate. I will point out, Alyssa was not wearing shoes when they raced. Uh, but in the meantime, Alyssa and Giselle are getting ready for their Youth World uh, appearances later this year. Beyond that, they say it would be an absolute dream to compete for Team USA when the Olympics come here wow. to their hometown of Los Angeles right. in 2028. Well, be on the team. You recognize that school. Yeah. That's my alma mater. Nobody sponsored me for anything when I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> asked me to get off the field. Congratulations to them. Wow. wow. That's a great people. story. Thank you. It. Thanks, Gaddy. It looked like Dad won that. Yeah. That's right. Just Running for dads everywhere. Yeah, yeah it looked like that. Dad won that one. Uh, up next here, a remarkable survival story from right here in New York about an entrepreneur who kept on going despite the many challenges that threatened her restaurant. Vicky Wood's going to share that inspiring story right after this. But first, this is Today on NBC. take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways your dedicated fidelity advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened visit fidelity.com wealth investment minimum supply fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country, opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning. to turn now to a very inspiring story about an entrepreneur who followed a dream and opened a restaurant but 
It happened during the worst time. It was right when the pandemic began. Yeah, but against the odds. She not only survived, she thrived. NBC's senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicky Wynn is here with just how she did it. This is a cool story. Yeah. Good morning. It's such a feel-good story, and you will not believe the trials and tribulations she went through. Good morning to you. It's no secret restaurants saw massive layoffs and closures during the pandemic. Asian restaurants were hit especially hard. They had to deal with the stigma of being wrongly blamed for COVID. For those that managed to stay in business, some valuable lessons about courage, grit, and community. Helen Wynn starts almost every day like this. The first to arrive, and often the last to leave, her Vietnamese restaurant near Chinatown in New York City. It's been that way nearly every day since Saigon Social opened on March 13th, 2020, a day many of us will never forget. Americans in retreat tonight seeking isolation in the face of the coronavirus. The 13th was supposed to be our grand opening and it just didn't feel right. It's like, hey, look, I, I think we need to cancel this. And then it was one day turned into three, turned into like a whole week. And I think it was at the end of that first week when I realized that there might not be an end to this. On top of the lockdown and empty streets, a rash of anti-Asian racism across the country, making it especially challenging for Asian restaurants. According to credit card data, spending at restaurants across New York City dropped by 85% during the height of the pandemic. But in Chinatown, it went down 96%. This is one of the restaurants that hasn't reopened since the pandemic. Wellington Chen is the executive director of the New York City Chinatown Business Improvement District. He says of the 300 restaurants in the neighborhood, only 29 remained open. He says what happened here was reflected in Asian business enclaves nationwide. People associate with us wearing the mask as being the virus carrier. With no in-person diners, Helen operated Saigon Social at a loss for months, serving takeout through a window, often running it completely by herself, even sleeping at the restaurant. I found a lot of comfort in just staying here and cooking. I just didn't want to leave. <laughs> I didn't want to go home because I wasn't really sure which direction it was heading. How close did you come to closing your doors? Oh, I think that it almost felt like every day. I just knew that I needed to be here because it was the only thing that was comforting me at the time. She found the grit to keep going by giving back. She partnered with nonprofit groups Heart of Dinner and Feed Forward to serve free meals to the elderly in the neighborhood, people who struggled to safely get food. Finally, last summer, a break from the virus, a return to indoor dining and profits. Then. Omicron hit. The most dominant COVID strain in the U.S. It wasn't just the initial shutdown. You had to shut down a second time. Yes, that was very painful. On the verge of shutting down, Helen shrunk her staff and switched back to takeout until finally Omicron waned. She says Saigon Social is now turning a small profit. She has a staff of 17 open for dinner seven nights a week. Her favorite part of the job, interacting with diners uh -huh. and seeing their faces when they try the food. Do you like mushrooms? Yeah. Yes, then you should probably do our steam rice roll. What have you learned from this experience? You definitely cannot do it alone. <laughs> and businesses are coming together. This place has a great uh, rice noodle. Chen says Chinatown now has 294 open restaurants. What can people do to support the businesses and restaurants here? Have dialogues, have a better understanding, treat it as though this is our fellow human being. I have no doubt that this community, including New York, will come back.
She has been through so much. Just days after that interview we did with Helen, another setback. There was a kitchen fire uh -huh. at the restaurant. <laughs> It was unbelievable. No one was hurt, but she persevered. She reopened a month later. Things are going well. She's actually launching a new brunch menu this weekend. She was only open for dinners Monday through Friday, but now mm -hmm. she's bringing brunch back. So it's a sign things are picking up. Yeah. yeah. As consumers, what, what can folks do to help their, their local restaurants? You know, we're so tempted to order using the apps on yeah. our phone because mm -hmm. it's convenient, but really try to call the restaurant directly. Those delivery apps take a big chunk yep. of mm -hmm. the, the profits. Or if the restaurant itself has an app, order through the restaurant. That's one small way that makes a big difference for the bottom line of these restaurants. And to point out just how good she is, you said she's a James Beard uh, nominee. Right. Uh, she was a finalist. A finalist. Absolutely. <laughs> through the pandemic, through all of this adversity. I'm hoping that that was it. And yeah. the rest will be That's like. Right. I got to get down there sugar. and eat that food. Yeah. yeah. So good. Another right. way we can help yep. restaurants. Yeah. Let's not be just, cheap on the tips. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Coming up next, if you're feeling the heat, Dr. Azar's here with hydration helpers. No, not just that giant jug you have to chug. Surprising foods you can eat. That'll do the trick. But first, this is Today on NBC. Welcome back. It's Wellness Wednesday, and this morning we're helping you beat the heat. We've all heard it before. you got to drink eight glasses of water, eight ounces each day. But for a lot of us, that's easier said than done. So we've got some healthy and creative ways that you can bump up your body's hydration level. Our medical contributor, Dr. Natalie Azar, is here. Okay, so is water the premium? That's really what you should do. Have eight glasses if you can. Well, here's the thing. It's actually not really a one-size-fits-all. Okay. Like, I think if you keep uh, a few principles in mind, drink when you're thirsty. Yeah. And I think a number that's easy for people to remember is like roughly a third or half of your body weight in ounces is kind of the ballpark and but like if you're sweating and exercising you're gonna need to drink more some people need to drink less can I ask you a basic thing that people yes. say if your urine is clear it means you're hydrated is that true so if your urine's super 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 orange and orange is actually not good like really bright yellow <laughs> yeah um, it could indicate that you're dehydrated so drink yes. more but it's not the best indicator so don't rely on just that okay let's talk about foods because I would okay. have never imagined that eating oatmeal yeah. would keep me hydrated I know How? so this is amazing because when you when you consume oats they expand and when they expand they absorb the milk or the water that they are being cooked in so okay. they're actually really hydrating if you're not into hot oatmeal in the summer you sure. can do those overnight oats that are cold and we added some fruit over here we'll talk about fruit in a second because these berries are also very hydrating okay so okay. oatmeal's the way to go oatmeal's the way to go uh, i would think is any liquid good i know you have milk yeah. on your list so any liquid is good but believe it or not scientists have studied if milk Milk is a better hydrator than water. And in fact, numerous studies, I know, I didn't even really actually know this. I don't, yeah. So my son is a runner, and they always encourage the boys to drink like chocolate milk or milk after a run. And I thought, well, that's actually quite interesting. So think about it. If you just drink water, you don't, there's not much to absorb. So you kind of pee it out pretty quickly, yeah, right? Yeah. But milk has a lot of stuff in it. It's got some fat, uh, some protein, some salt, some sugar. So it stays makes with it you. Makes it stays with you, and you absorb it more slowly. It's actually an amazing hydrator. Okay. I okay? know that fruits seem to be packed with water, yes. a lot of them, like watermelon and yeah, berries and yeah, stuff. Yep. So here we have a smoothie. So yeah. if you're not like, your water gets boring, right? And you mm. want to hydrate, you want to do it with some good stuff in here. You've got yogurt, which yeah. also can be slightly hydrating. Okay. And then obviously, honestly, most fruits are very hydrating. We have strawberries and berries because they have some of the most water content. And of course, watermelon. I mean, to me, it's like water that looks pink, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so much watermelon, so much water in watermelon. How many servings of this stuff should you have? You know what? I mean, for a lot of people, it's, yeah. a, it's not a meal substitute, but you can have as many as your 
as you want. Okay. So veggies in the yeah. hydration department, what do you have? Veggies in the hydration department, if you want to do a smoothie that's not necessarily with vegetables yep. and yogurt, you can do it. But almost all lettuce contains like 94% water. Is that so right? it's really, really, really good in water content. And lettuce. then bell peppers, tomatoes, celery, huge water content. So lots of summer salads and obviously making fruits, um, smoothies with this kind of stuff is amazing for hydration. Okay. All right. And, and finally, yeah, tea. So we put this out here because a lot of people are concerned maybe about caffeine, yeah. right? And they think, well, if I drink coffee, I'm going to I'm going to urinate a lot. It's a diuretic. The truth of the matter is, I'm saying a lot of these words on, yeah, on I'm, I'm, this is I'm it's a doctor. Fine. Okay, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a decaffeinated tea here. Love tea, but you can also drink coffee. Coffee has a ton of water in it. Just don't over overdo like a lot of you know shots of espresso because that that is a lot of caffeine and that can be a little bit of a diuretic. But basically, you can drink a normal amount of coffee a day and you won't get dehydrated. Okay. So to all those people out there with their you know venties and stuff like that, go ahead and enjoy. Okay. All right, Dr. Azar, thank you. I just wanted to give a quick hi because this big group came out. The Legacy. 2022 of dance. They're here from Richmond, Virginia. They came out in force, y'all. We wish you the best of luck. Happy you guys are here. We have a lot more ahead in our third and fourth hours, including Jenna and I setting sail. We have a surprise voyage. It's very competitive around New York Harbor. Natalie Azar, thank you so much. AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning.